Alec, and we're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MatchLava, and today is Monday, May 31st, 2021. So we are almost in June. It's it's crazy how fast the year has gone, and we're almost into the halfway point of the year. So it's kind of given me a lot of pause and kind of made me reflect a little bit as to what I've been trying to do with my year and where I've been and where I've gotten with the things that I had set out to do in this year. And it's been an awesome year. I've been able to make a lot of money, been able to make a significant amount of profit and stuff, which has been really cool. But I do think that with more tweaking and more building of the back end of my business and the the infrastructure for my business, I can continue to build more profit. But the one thing I have been reading recently that's been very interesting to me is talking about recessions and things like that. And I don't really know where we're at on the, I have a good idea of where we're probably not on the cycle of whether you're in a recession or whether you're in an expansion or whether you're in a a peak part of the market or the, the uh, I don't know if the last one's called, I think it's regression, but either way, there is there are like four real stages of the market that you can really be in and just reading a little bit about that and what people in real estate do for those sorts of things it's been super helpful and super insightful for kind of what i am thinking about doing with my business i think one of the biggest fears that a lot of people and the resellers have is what do we do if there's a recession what do we do if there's a big downturn in the market people don't have as much money they start hoarding money do we have jobs do we have the ability to resell and I don't really know. I just don't. I haven't ever lived through one before. I was alive in 2008, 2009, but I I didn't pay attention to the market. I remember things being relatively stressful just because there were a lot of people around me that either were dealing with tough times with business and stuff like that. And just my family owns a, like my uncle owns a construction business that my dad and a couple other brothers work at from their family. And it was just a tough time. I remember that it was it was tough for them to try and find houses to build and stuff like that through 2008, 2009. So I did know a little bit about it and I did have a little bit more of a reason to, to see kind of firsthand what was going on, but I was super young. I really didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand why people wouldn't want a new house. I mean, like, why wouldn't anybody want a new house? It's, it's a new house. Why wouldn't they want them to build it? I didn't realize that people actually did not have funding to do so. And so looking at it now and, and realizing that that's probably going to happen I mean, at some point, it's definitely going to happen at some point. We're not just going to keep climbing forever. I'm trying to figure out what do I do in the case that that happens relatively soon? What do I want my business to look like in that time period? And what do I need to do to get ready for that? And it could be it could be years out. It could be relatively quick that that happens. But I do think that educating yourself on what a recession would look like and how it impacts the market and the economy and stuff like that is, is very beneficial for a reseller just because you you make your money based off of fixing the market between what items are sold at in store versus what items are able to be bought at on resale markets like eBay and Amazon because there's usually a, a difference. There's usually not a perfect pricing for each item. Now, companies are really good at getting pricing down to being as good as it can be, but sometimes when you see things like Playstations or Xboxes or things that are really high in demand that aren't like constantly being put into store whether there's a production issue or whether it's just a a slowdown in production maybe something weird happened a lot of units got stolen or destroyed or something like that like this sort of stuff happens all the time and those are opportunities to make money on but if nobody has extra money to throw around well your your cost may actually a lot of costs for things that are resellable right now may actually 
regress and become more so what you can buy them at in store just because people don't have the extra money to throw around on these items that are more so luxury items. And you look at this across the board. I mean, people that are selling on Amazon, it, it gives me a little bit of a pause to wonder what's going to happen when people aren't stocked up with extra money. And so when there's not so much extra money floating around, people that sell things like discontinued items and stuff like that, how willing are buyers going to be to be able to pay $80 for a bottle of shampoo? Like, I don't know, shampoo, I don't know why I said it that way, but like like conditioner or shampoo, like why would somebody pay $80 for that when they don't have any money? Like that, that's, I mean, it's very likely that could happen. And, and actually that may not be a bad play because people will, cosmetics is like one of the things that I, I know that people will always pay for, but $80 for a bottle of shampoo or conditioner compared to buying just a bottle for like five bucks or 10 bucks in store, like, is it really worth it? And I think people actually start to ask themselves those questions rather than buying things for really, really high marked up prices just because they're discontinued. And if you don't believe me, like go look it up. There's plenty of discontinued items that sell on Amazon for ridiculous amounts of money. And you just look at it and go like, why is this selling for so much right now? It doesn't make any sense. But either way, that is kind of the way that the, the game goes. And for me, trying to figure out what kind of what kind of market we're in and trying to figure out what am I going to do? What is my business going to look like? What sorts of items may be resellable in a in a market where things aren't really that great, where people don't have a lot of money to throw out there. And maybe it turns into more wholesaling where I can find really good deals on wholesale, I don't know, necessities. Like toilet paper would be a bad example, but something like toothpaste or something where maybe you find a bunch of units of toothpaste that somebody needed to get rid of for whatever reason, or maybe they were in a warehouse and they're going to go bad and maybe a shorter time they can't put it on the shelves than normal. You can maybe get those at a wholesale price and sell them on eBay and make money on them. Like there's different things, different necessities out there that will always be sellable and trying to make yourself get yourself in a position where your items are always sellable is, is very, very important, especially when we are in such a time where things have been just going so well for so long where it kind of gives you the, it gives me at least pause and makes me think, hey, are we in the peak of this? Is this where things are starting to peak off and things at some point will start to dip? We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, of variables that go into it, but just kind of paying attention to those small indicators are ways that we can prepare ourselves for reselling and what it would look like reselling inside of a recession because it's it's definitely doable like it's not like it's not going to be doable we're going to be re able to resell inside of a recession but i don't think that making money in the same ways we do now is going to be viable we're just not going to be able to it doesn't make any sense that you'd be able to sell a like a coco melon doll buy it for i think the retail on those things was like 20 bucks and sell it for 60 bucks all day like that's a Christmas item, but like they were selling way after Christmas. And, and even at that, like just so many weird things like that, where it really doesn't matter. Like none of these items really had that much value to begin with. And they were reselling for a lot. Now the PlayStation thing, I could definitely see them selling for six to $700, but I, the thousand dollar sales and, and things like that probably wouldn't be happening as frequently. We probably would have seen that market dip a little bit harder than it has just because people don't, wouldn't have had as much money in a recession to throw out there. And so prices would have dipped because there wouldn't have been as many buyers and we'd probably be looking at making like 50 to 100 bucks per console rather than looking at two to three to 400 bucks. I mean, I sold one a week or two ago for a thousand bucks right before there was a big restock on a bunch of different sites and that's what they were going for like 
pre-Christmas. It, it didn't make any sense to me. There's been a lot of stock that's been released. I know that a lot of resellers have gotten them, but it just didn't make sense. And I think it's because of all the stimulus and stuff that we've had out there. There's probably a lot of people that have just been sitting on extra cash that are like extra in quotes to them where they go, I don't normally have all this money rather than invest it or use it in some way that makes any sense financially to kind of growing. I'm just going to spend it on a something that doesn't gain any value that's just a liability to me and buy a PlayStation. So that's kind of what I've seen happening. That's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. I think that you'll see probably a lot of a tougher time trying to sell some of the items that we've been selling for profit and then trying to sell maybe the bigger ticket items, those sorts of things. Those will still be there, but it'll probably be at a much more at a much lesser scale or or dampen significantly. So you're not seeing a large a large selling of all these items are making a ton of profit each one it may spike initially but then like a pair of sneakers reduce back to some sort of mean average that buyers and sellers are willing to come to where a buyer says hey enough buyers say hey i'm really willing to pay this price and sellers say hey we want to offload these for the same price so it ends up kind of settling out at some some decided price between the market so that's kind of how i see things playing out from there and for us it just means being savvy and, and never stop learning i mean the more niches you know in a recession market the better off you'll be and that's actually something that i just been thinking about a little bit is what sorts of things can i learn to be ready for these because in the real estate book that i was reading they were saying okay you need to have multiple exit strategies you also need to have multiple ways to make money so maybe instead of flipping houses in a recession you may look to buy and hold long term and long term maybe two to three years flipping houses may take it may be a a three to five month project to flip a house but buying and holding long term maybe two to three years for a property an investment property in a recession so that's what they're looking at and saying here's a, a possible thing you could do instead of flipping houses because there's not that many people trying to buy why don't you buy and hold for two to three years and you'll be able to make a lot of money when you sell them because they'll appreciate back up in value once the market starts to change things like that that's a viable strategy for us we also need to be able to have that we need to have multiple viable strategies whether that be niches or different ways to make that money that will continue to provide for us in weird times or or recession times that aren't typical of what we have now. I mean, there's just so many people right now that started reselling in the last few years and it's been probably one of the best times to ever to resell because just things have been popping so much and then especially with COVID, there's so many items that popped up that if you listed on eBay, it was guaranteed to sell at almost like double to triple the price of what you're buying it for. I mean, even some of the stuff like weights, I remember you could buy a 15 pound dumbbell at Walmart and sell it on eBay for a hundred bucks. I mean, or maybe two pair, two, like a pair. But I remember the first night when I bought them, I bought a pair of 25s and so you're looking at 50 bucks in weights right there sold them immediately on ebay that night for 300 bucks i mean it was just it was crazy and you you don't get that in a recession it's just not going to happen so we're in one of the best times ever to resell and one that means you need to hammer it hard which i've been trying to do but two more importantly you also need to know as much as you can because going into a recession knowing the amount of of knowledge having a lot of knowledge is, is very valuable because it will allow you to take and capitalize on multiple markets and the more you know the more you can make money off of so and that's not to say this whole podcast is to say that we are in a recession or we're going into a recession or anything like that it's just what i've been reading about because it's on my mind and it's something that i've always been scared of because all i've heard since i started getting into gary v and then moving past gary v going into like having a business myself is all these people are going to lose their jobs that think they are entrepreneurs once we have a recession all these people don't know what they're doing they're going to fold like a 
like a paper bag and we are going to be able to make money on all the businesses is what Gary always said. And that's what a lot of people have said is people that are trying to do a business right now are just making stupid money and during a recession, they won't be able to do that. And I'm terrified of that because I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I know I can work and, and I have no issue working almost any job, but at the same time, like I don't know what a recession looks like. And if it's so bad as everybody says, I'd like to I'd like to know what I'm up against. So it's kind of why I've been reading about it. It's been something that's always been on the back of my mind, especially with how long things have been really good. You almost always have a not always, but a typical recession comes every seven to ten years, I think is what a lot of people are saying. We're already past that. I think the last one we had was 0809. So we're already entering like year eleven of this. Like it's just it gives me a little bit of pause. It makes me think, what do I need to know that I don't know now in order to make sure that I don't fold like a, a like, I don't know, whatever you want to say, like fold like a, a deck of cards or whatever, like Gary would say, I don't want to do that because I don't want to just be somebody out there that pretends to have business and then realizes they don't know how to make money, never adapts, never adjusts to their situation, and then just goes about life working a regular nine to five. That's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. So... I don't want to have my business fold every 10 years either. That's not that's not sustainable for anybody, especially my sanity. So that's kind of why I'm trying to trying to learn as much as I can right now is just because there is so much so much unknowns out there with this with owning a business during a a weird time like that compared to what we've been seeing and so that's what I've been focused on, just trying to learn, trying to take in as much as I can and and be ready for if the event comes where we do have a recession. Now, if we don't, fine. Like, I'm still making really good money. I'll still continue to make good money, but I'll be prepared. And that's what I'm trying to do right now is trying to get as prepared as possible to be able to capitalize on a situation where if there is a recession, I can continue to make money because I've been preparing for it over the time where things were looking really good, but also looking like they could go bad. So that's where I'm at right now. That's what I've been looking at, but hopefully that can be something that helps you out. Hopefully that can be something that gives you a little bit of insight as to what I've been looking at. Maybe, I don't know, gets you to think a little bit more about what you're doing with your business. But that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. Have a great Memorial Day too. If you are somebody who's supported our country in any way, shape or form, I, I just appreciate those people so much. So thank you so much for your service. You guys have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.